Nation fans, this is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Quall, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out CFP.com. If you want to jump in, be a part of the show, click email or any of the social media links at FinancialCoachingRadio.com, reminding you, you don't have to work with financial sales hacks. I don't care what their title is, what they call themselves. Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or financial advisor, but most people have a hidden agenda, and that agenda is to serve their own best interest and not your own. Get a second opinion from an independent fee-only certified financial planner. Michael Lynn White is my co-host again today. Hello, what's up? I forget, I can't want to turn you up as loud. You know, I'm loud. So tell us what's going on in Atlanta. Oh my gosh. It's not financial related, but it's a freaking crazy town. It is crazy. A 21-year-old white male killed eight Asian women in spas, quote unquote, and they just apprehended him last night massage parlor and he's cla- like, what is he on the run for a while or something he was he's claiming that he's a sex addict and that's why he did these killings still not gonna get him off <laughs> no interesting it is crazy so he walked in hacked up eight people shoot them stab them different locations it's very bizarre oh it's not the same yeah. place no not all the same place so it's really sad yes he did 21 years old like and there's more information coming out by the hour about this so it's pretty interesting we've had our own little run of violence it seems like in our town lately we have that vibe you're more in the know probably than i am well just this area in general as it grows i mean it's like every day these highway shootings and stuff is so scary yeah, we had a ton of those road rage things jeez people need to calm down you've got your stimulus money coming That's in what i was just, about to say you think they'd be all out. happy to get all this free money from the government yeah which is you not know, free the government only gets it from its taxpayers states are opening up stimulus checks this is good <laughs> how's the stimulus check good um because you get some money in your wallet but it's only coming from the taxpayers. The government doesn't produce revenue. Well, you know that most people, when they see that deposit, they're not thinking that. They're thinking, woohoo. Free money. Free money. I well, mean, we'll see what it does to our economy down the road. We will see. But I tell you one thing about the economy I wasn't happy about putting $50 of gas in my tank yesterday. I think you must have spilt some on the ground. I didn't. <laughs> gas prices are up, people. But you said, you told me yesterday you're paying $30. Yep. And now you're paying 50. Yes. It's like a, what, 80% increase? I want to hear from our <laughs> listeners. I'm sure they've had similar experiences, even with my Kroger discount. You ran that. You didn't have the pump in the car. Or did you drive <laughs> away with it in your car? <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> I've done that. Do y'all hear what have he does that? to me? Are you kidding have you done me? That? I was on E. No, I have not I done have, that. I've actually drove away with a pump in my car. Well, that will like cause a fire hazard. <laughs> Well, now they have the safety pump, so it just pulls out. I haven't done that. I think I've done it twice, sadly. I did used to go to the full service thing, and my parents would get mad at me because it cost extra. Where? In this town or somewhere else? <laughs> in Mississippi. We used to have a ton of full service in the borough. I don't think we have one. Well, Swifty may still pump gas. I love a sure. full service. <laughs> Swifty has a, I think, the front pumps by the road. They're on Memorial, right? And they'll still pump your gas for you? Well, unless, vintage. well, I think there's two pumps that are that used to be this way, were full service, and you paid a little more, and then everything else was self. They probably have done away with that, given the trend, but we had a full service gas station that was off of Old Fort Parkway, which is now a tire place. It was an Amico. We had a full service gas station right off the square, 
It's about where we go to that coffee place at sometimes. Oh, yeah, Brass Horn. Great Somewhere spot in, in the area. borough. I can't really remember. And, of course, there were others, but I'm talking about in the last 15, 20 years. Right. Oh, this is fun. This is such a random conversation, but I would love to know our <laughs> listeners' stories about full-service gas stations. No, you wouldn't. Exciting. Oh, you would not. Let's talk about women and their money challenges. Women feeling less confident about their knowledge of financial investing from a young age. Women and men are spoken to and taught differently about money. How so? How do you feel like you're taught about money? I don't feel like in, at least in Tennessee, in our educational system, we were taught anything about money. Learn what you learn from your parents or your own personal experiences. Absolutely. Personal finances and things like that. I don't remember anything about that. I didn't know now, what I, I think do. they're doing more of that now. They are. Whether the kids are paying attention, I do not know. I've spoken in a few classes, the high school level. Actually, I've done it twice. And there may be one or two kids who are engaged, wanting to learn more. But for the most part, they're nodding off to sleep. Of course they are. But what do you think, as far as your parents, your your peers, your family members, do you think that you were talked to about money differently growing up as a female? Well, um, it was all girls in my family. I don't remember talking that much about it. I almost wish that we had done more of that, like encouraging you to be independent. Now, some families did. Mine really didn't. Both of my parents worked really hard, but we didn't really talk about that kind of thing, about you need to save and you need to do these things. The stuff, All the stuff that I had to learn as an adult, I learned as an adult, not as a child. While parents of girls tend to focus on skills like tracking, spending, budgeting, and saving, boys often receive more education on topics like credit cards, credit scores, taxes, and investing. These differences point to holes in financial education on both sides. Yeah, well, I think those boys are more interested in that thing, right? I don't know. I just think... I think you pull on your 12-year-old daughter, hey, we're going to go research some stocks today. She'd be like, what? Come on, Dad. I wish they would, though, because that's why, you know, more girls, they push for them to get interested in STEM with science, technology, engineering, and math, you know? 60% of men say they feel confident in their knowledge of financial services compared to just 47% of women. But men think they're confident and great at everything. Yes, they do. We all know that. most are true. below average. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. What do I always say? Don't at me. I always say <laughs> those things about guys. I'm not Every a man hater. they're an expert at everything they're involved in. Well, and most of them aren't very good. At but anything. we all know women are better, so... The fairer sex, I will agree. Thanks. And while both men and women might feel about equally confident in basic financial tasks like paying bills and budgeting, my experience, men struggle with the bill paying. You What's know, up with that? A lot they of not take care of their own checkbook. A lot of women who are in business with their husbands or whatever, they're the ones that do the books and all that kind of stuff, which is pretty cool. But so many women in a marriage or relationship are running the financial household. Right. I think that's just a control issue. Mm-hmm. Well, Most women are control freaks, right? Women are better at like balancing a lot of things <laughs> in their brain. Do you think men are, women are more controlling than men or vice versa? Ugh. Just as a stereotype. Well, as stereotypically, people would probably say women, but in my experience, it's been men. Men are controlled. Yes. Only 52% of women say they're sure of themselves when managing investments. So there's an opportunity there. And it comes with basic education. Budgeting is the place to start. Don't spend more than you make. Track your income. Track your expenses. If you're not tracking your income, your inflow and your outflow, don't even, as you say, come at me. With a financial call. Don't at me. <laughs> don't at me. Because if you're sitting there, I don't know what to do. I have all this debt. I don't know how to pay. I don't know how to make ends meet. 
and I always ask the question, are you tracking your expenses? No. Well, Correct. if you don't know where you're wasting your money, I really can't help you. It's hard, especially for young women coming out of college and stuff like that. You rack up that Victoria's Secret credit card and then you got to pay for it. <laughs> I know several of my friends who had that same situation. So we get ourselves in these little binds and then when you get yeah, older Yeah, but smarter, when it's time to get out, you got to get out of it. think that you should list your expenses and just get a feel for what you're spending on a weekly or monthly basis before you start trying to seek some help. So yes. people want to Dr. Phil their way out of everything they think there's a simple solution you can sit down for 30 minutes have a little chat and solve all your psychological all your financial problems all your marital problems but it doesn't work that way we're in this culture of we want it now gotta have it now so we need to encourage everyone to track your expenses expenses yeah, and, and mint.com the app mint it, it doesn't it's it's not i'm sure it's improved over the years since i've used it maybe five or six years ago but there's so many financial tools that are available on our smartphones or our laptop or whatever you're using that will make that will seamlessly link up with your bank account and do basically most of the work for you those are important. And let me tell you something. A lot of people like to stick their head in the sand and just not deal with it because they're overwhelmed. That's what I'm saying. They, they just, well, they want someone else to fix it. Or they think they can't get out of it. So you got to help us to be encouraged that it's okay. you got to start somewhere. Well... There's an opportunity. Financial education is more accessible than ever before. YouTube videos, magazines, social media. There's never been so many ways to learn about money. While such a wide variety of resources can mean sitting through content to find sound financial advice, it also provides tons of opportunities to take control of your own moolah. It comes to confidence. Women who gain financial knowledge on their own instead of through advice from friends or family or even personal guidance from a financial advisor have the most confidence. Yes, absolutely. You gotta do your own thing, girl. That is right. Independent woman. You don't need a man or no financial advisor. Well, you might need a financial <laughs> advisor, but you sure don't need a man, ladies. Well, my point is on the basic stuff, not many people do. If they would just there's so many free tools out there just to get started. Track your income, track your expenses, know where you're wasting money, get a list of all of your debts, and then get a, an honest assessment about what led you to put be in that position in the first place and then seek out some expert help okay do you think there's a gender wage gap in our area of course we hear about it nationwide but what do you how do you feel about careers that offering in middle tennessee is there because on average a woman makes 79 cents for every dollar a man earns according to a survey I'd like to know what our data shows about that it's a good thing all that stuff's getting better but there's still a discrepancy of course 73% of mothers say they faced as a result of taking time off work. Uh, they've missed opportunities, career opportunities, lost income, I guess, raising ch kids, having to be there for their children's. Her earnings over a lifetime, a woman's earnings could be a million dollars less than a man. Yikes, mm. we need our million dollars. That's a lot. So maybe you do need a man. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's what that's saying there, but. Women are graduating from college, growing their salaries, and getting jobs at higher rates than men. These days, more women are earning college degrees, receiving about 57% of bachelor's degrees. So y'all are getting smarter. We're getting dumber. 100%. We've been smarter, but, you know, we got the paper to prove it True now. That. Women are saving less for retirement than they should. Are women spenders by nature? I think so. What leads them to that? Is it the know. lack of... Uh, probably culture because we like to shop and you know a lot of shopping addiction is a real thing and a lot of women get into that for emotional reasons shopping addiction yeah they, another addiction we're they, talking about today they they 
drown their sorrows in some retail. Retail therapy is a <laughs> real thing. You just can't let it get out of hand, girls. So what's it like? So you're sad, you go shop, you buy something you like, then how long before, after you've, you've bought that thing, do you feel even more depressed? I know, you have remorse. If you can't afford it, you're like, oh gosh, I just spent all my money. But you knew that going in, right? But sometimes you can just go do it a little bit and you can get your little fix. Go to Target spend thirty dollars and you're yeah like, okay. you have intent to spend 30 you're gonna spend 300 <laughs> well it happens it's never too late to learn never too late to start investing as we mentioned in the beginning of the show or in the middle of this segment rather make sure you're tracking your expenses tracking your income use the free tools like mint and mint.com the mint financial app and make sure you have everything in order before you go talk to, talk to a professional. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. We're back right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website jasonquallscfp.com. Recent reports show that half of Americans don't have any of the most basic estate planning documents like a will or powers of attorney. Folks, if you're married or have children, you can't put this off any longer. Call John Baker, estate planning attorney, right now at 896-5621. As a husband, wife, mother, or father, you owe it to your loved ones to make sure your estate plan is in order. So call John Baker at 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage over your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to THWCPA.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Coachingradio.com. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Michael Lynn White of City TV is here. What's up? We were just talking about basics of women, and basics of finances and women and their challenges and their opportunities. And on, during the break here, we were talking about budgeting. And a quick question. When you hear the word budgeting, where does your mind go? Like if you said, I, I, I gave you some homework, you got to come in next show with a budget, what would you do? I don't know where to start. I guess I just list my monthly expenses, but then it gets a little trickier when you're talking about things like your hair and personal stuff. You know you get your hair did every so often, put that in right. there. Right, but it's not every month. True, so in that instance, you can just take, you know, if you go every other month, for example, would that be 
reasonable is every three months yeah like every three months something like that you know those things get tricky so, so then you, you, just you don't could do, do it. a january through december and every month would be different on that budget or you can just say for the for the simplicity's sake for this first initial budget let's take i'm gonna get my hair done four times a year let's just divide that by a monthly amount and put that in there okay because you you got a budget for it right right because let's say you have two thousand coming in for january and you're not your your hair gets done in february and you have two thousand going out in january one would assume you still would have two thousand going out next month as well so it means one of your spending categories would have to decrease to pay for your hair i know see it's stressful <laughs> so then then it, here's what people do then they just go pay for their hair and they just ignore their budget and it's too much well, knowing how much to put in each budget would be tough if you're starting from zero. That's mm-hmm. where having someone track or start to get the initial process going of tracking. So, go through your expenses. These are the major categories. Of course, you got food, shelter, utilities. You got to get personal stuff. You have personal spending, groceries, that type of thing. And you may not know exactly how to put how much money to put in each category, but if you just use your past three months or your last month and then just make adjustments as you go on until you get it more accurate you can't quit being so hard on yourself in the initial phase just get started just get started but you think budgeting so what if you were to have a completed budget and you knew exactly how much to put in your category each category then how would you feel about it that's good that's easier would you stick to it what would be your biggest challenge to prevent you from sticking to it just making sure that because it's something that you have to constantly maintain maintenance that's it you at least got to do it at least once a week in my opinion once a week okay this is good to know there's because you go well let's say because i think everybody's expenses changes for the most part daily something comes up unexpected so if you have a perfectly built budget and then something comes up unexpected and you don't go ahead and you know manipulate the numbers in your budget to account for that unexpected expense you're going to end you're going to have another one next week another one week after if you wait till the total month is over then you've overspent which is the whole point of you having the budget in the begin with to control your spending so it takes some maintenance to make sure an example would be maybe you budget five hundred dollars to go to the grocery store and you go to the grocery store and you spend six hundred well you have to reduce another spending category by a hundred bucks to make everything balance back out you can't just let it ride this is true this is true that my friends and i talk about this often about our budgets and it's a lot but it's good but the technology is here you know categorizing your spending with the the financial apps tracking your spending make it a little bit more seamless i believe in a lot of these budgeting apps that will go ahead and give you a range that it'll basically pull all your banking data and basically make up the categories and make up the amounts for you and then you can just narrow it down and and correct it and make it more accurate over time that would be what we're discussing here would be known as a zero based budget so you're trying to take everything you have going and coming in and you're trying to have everything going out uh, equal what's coming in you're trying to zero it out um, that is the most rigid the most uh, un unkind budget there is because of the example i gave a moment ago is that if you overspend in one category you have to reduce another or now you don't no longer have a zero based budget you have a negative budget don't want that i think what most and I, women have had a lot of success with this and i think you guys for the most part 
you're not as detailed about these items as maybe some men and some men aren't either but men in my experience of doing this for 20 years seem to they want to be a little bit more involved a little bit more detailed with making sure our budget balances but i've had a lot of people with success with the pay yourself first budgeting method if they just take five percent off the top they take ten percent off the top or whatever percentage you're willing to commit to and save and invest that first before you spend anything on anything then that makes sure they always are putting away some money regardless if they're still continuing to overspend that way they don't have to track it as often this is true that's good make it more user-friendly so we are more likely to do it so if you had to take 10 percent of your income 20 percent of your income off the table and decide every time i get paid i'm going to put it aside invest for retirement or whatever it is and then you were free to spend the rest as you pleased would that be more user-friendly for you i think so that's what most i think that is what is a fit for most people is that they have an idea of what they should be spending but well for the most part people aren't very good at budgeting they're not very good at discipline they only are able to save if someone takes their money from them are you aware of that what do you mean well if, if let's say the common issue is well i have this lump sum of cash do i take this cash and go buy a car or do i finance the car and if you were to keep your cash and go finance the car you're basically forcing yourself to pay yourself back because if you paid cash for the car eventually that car is going to die and you're going to have to replace that car so you're going to have to make either make a payment to the bank or a payment to yourself so you always have funds to replace the car and most people will make that payment to the bank because it will hurt their credit but they are not willing to make a payment to themselves because something comes up more important and that's the same scenario with the pay yourself first is that if they're not disciplined to actually do it but you think in terms of like a work retirement plan where your company takes it automatically out of your paycheck a lot of people would not be able to save if that weren't the case exactly because then you don't miss it but you should right well i don't know that happens to me and i don't really even think about it i'm glad they do it because they it's taken care of i don't have to stress about it so there's where you get you you increase the the success of the pay yourself first budgeting method is that you have whatever amount you're willing to commit to saving every time you get paid have it automatically taking out of your check somehow or another sounds good for saving lack of discipline you know what that's a whole other conversation for another day jason <laughs> everyone has it though no not there's well some people are just really tight but for the most part people do all lack discipline all right michael and white of city tv i'm jason qual certified financial planner give me some updates of what's happening in the borough anything new anything new with city council <laughs> there's always good stuff going on with city council i told y'all you can watch that to... online you can watch it on tv you watch can. it you I stream tell, it on social media tell you every week go to our facebook page go see what the city leaders see what's coming up in murfreesboro see how it works i always encourage people to do that are there any other meetings that you guys cover other than city council school board school board this? city council planning Board Planning of Zoning Appeals, Historic Zoning. All that's covered, all, all available to be watched and, and learned. 100%. And all most of the people, I would say, are streaming it what, on social media? Probably. Easy, accessible way. Yes, and you can go back and look at it. You can check it out. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qual, Certified Financial Planner. We're back right after this. Listen up. 
When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Products. I'll leave that to the other guys. If you want to jump in by phone, you can do so at 893-1450. You can also online click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Social media there, links are there as well. Listen to the show anytime, anywhere by clicking archives. Michael Lynn is the co-host. And you were telling me about a restaurant. Maple Street. In the Bur- Street. Ma- Maple Street Biscuit Company. I can't keep up with all the restaurants. So many restaurants in Murfreesboro. I love it though. Because so many choices, so many new businesses opening up, local and chain, it's great. I love to go out to eat, though. Is this new and local, or is it a chain? It's a it's a chain. It's based out of Florida. Breakfast-type place? Breakfast place. It's supposed to be really good, so check it out. But you know what? You got a budget for those eating out. How much should you budget? What's in your budget for eating out? Well, I don't have a um, budget <laughs> yet. We're not going to talk it's about that. It's in the that. works, right? It is in the works. Penciling it out as we speak. Yes, but eating out is a big thing. Ladies, y'all better put all that Chick-fil-A on your budget now. Chick-fil-A? For the kids. You know they got going through Chick-fil-A every day. What's up with that? It's just chicken. (laughs) That's the Lord's chicken, don't you know? True, but it's still (laughs) just chicken. It is pretty good, though. Line down the road for some chicken. I'm telling you, it's a good thing people griped so much about that design over there by Chick-fil-A off of over there by Target and... They put in a new little access road. They've got the traffic flowing better, so it's not backing up. But if you want to get Murfreesboro residents fired up, talk to them about Chick-fil-A. They have to be drugging the chicken somewhere uh, for them. Because it's just not that good to wait 20 minutes for some chicken. It's pretty good and fresh, though, for fast food. I would much rather eat grilled chicken from Chick-fil-A than from another fast food place. I can tell you that much. Even though I don't eat it a lot. Do you really think people are going there for grilled chicken? I go there for their grilled chicken nuggets, but no, people are going there for their fried chicken. And again, and the waffle their kids fries dinner. and the ice cream. Yeah. Oh, we talked about ice cream last night. Let us not sleep on McDonald's ice cream. It's delicious. <laughs> and it's like a dollar. Have you tried a lot of the local ice cream places here? Yes. I love Hattie Jane's on the square. I'm all about supporting local businesses, even though we just talked about a bunch of chains. But places like Hattie Jane's that gets their dairy from a local creamery, it's wonderful. I love oh, it. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Puckett's uses a lot of local produce and meats and dairy. And we have how many other ice cream places? There used to be two on the square. Is there only one now? Well, there's a lot of them around town, but it just makes me think on the square because I always love to go to Hattie Jane's in the afternoon and get a little coffee or a cookie or maybe some ice cream. 
It's going to be like, hint, hint, wink, wink. Bring them on to advertise. I know. Hit them up. We're, we we're giving you free publicity as it is. We are. We love local <laughs> here in Murfreesboro. And it's, it, in the times that we've been through uh, with the COVID-19, local needs your support more than ever before because I would assume that their business, whether you're a franchise chain or local, your business is not what it was pre a year ago. For sure. And local struggles a lot more. Uh, than the larger chains because they don't have the financial resources and that's why you see a lot of turnover with local businesses especially off of the square i know it and we have such a cute square and such great businesses up there but you know what they're coming back the place the borough bowls i really love that place it's new so i hope people will check that out did we lose any major businesses i know macaroni grill what's the chain they they kind of cashed out early (laughs) Yes, they were going through a lot of issues. But as far as closing during the pandemic, I don't know. But, I mean, you're seeing empty empty buildings. Places like a cute little yoga studio right off the square, Transparent Heart. They closed because of COVID. And I'm sure that there are hundreds in that mm. same story. It's very sad. So we got to support local. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. We're going to wrap the show up right after this short break. Stick around right here on WGNS. Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor, but a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls, and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. So this is Financial Coaching Radio. Looked up looked at financial news earlier today. It looks like Morgan Stanley's going to come out with its own version of Bitcoin investing. They're going to allow some of their larger high net worth clients to invest in funds that contain Bitcoin or track Bitcoin rather. And I was reading earlier, I can't tell if it's one of the U.S.-based funds. To my knowledge, the funds that are actually uh, created for U.S. investors aren't technically exchange-traded funds. They're not, they're not regular mutual funds. None of those have been approved yet. The reason Morgan Stanley is only going to allow it for high net worth investors because they know it is a very risky asset class. And you're a Bitcoin millionaire, right? Oh, I wish. I need to learn more about Bitcoin. It's the new thing. Well, it was the new thing, and now it's becoming the old thing because it keeps going (laughs) down. It hit, what, $59,000 for one Bitcoin was the high, I think. 
I don't think it got above that. And it kind of wavers around 50, 55 to 59. I'll but stick with my budget, okay? Yeah, you got to get a budget before you start doing some Bitcoin. Thank you. And you can budget to invest in Bitcoin. This is true. This is true. All right, check us out tomorrow. Same time, same channel right here, 4 o'clock on WGNS. Online anytime at financialcoachingradio.com. If you're looking to learn more about what I do and why my financial planning practice is very unique, one of the only independent, commission free financial advisors in town, check out Jason Qualls, cfp.com. See you next time.